Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. If we're going to be healthy in the 21st century, we have got to keep inflammation under control. Inflammation is literally the root cause of all the different degenerative chronic health conditions, things like Alzheimer's, heart disease, Parkinson's disease, cancer, diabetes. These are all characterized by chronic inflammation. And so I went ahead and I interviewed some of the top experts in the world when it comes to inflammation and actually created a summit. It was called the Chronic Inflammation Summit. We hosted it in May of 2021. You may have listened, you may not have, but I wanted to share some of my favorite interviews on this podcast. And this is one of them. You guys are going to get so much value out of this podcast. And if you know anybody that's struggling with any sort of chronic health conditions, maybe they have pain in their body, digestive issues, autoimmunity, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, brain issues, please share this podcast with them. It could literally change and save their lives. And if you haven't already, take a moment and leave us a five-star review. Your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives. Thanks so much for doing that. And let's go into the show. This podcast has been brought to you by Paleo Valley. They are one of my favorite companies because their products are super pure, full of incredible ingredients. And I want to tell you about their meat sticks. They have 100% grass-fed beef, pasture-raised turkey meat sticks that my family and I love. My kids love these because they have tons of flavor. They're completely free of carbs and sugar, and they have probiotics in them as well. So they're great for your gut, great for supporting your appetite, your satiety levels. They help you uh, feel satiated, and they help you burn fat for fuel. They're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, GMO-free, and preservative-free. So they are the top of the line. They've got some great flavors that you will absolutely love. And now you can use my coupon code, Jockers, just my last name, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, to get 15% off your order today. Simply go to their website, paleovalley.com, and enter Jockers at checkout, and you'll receive 15% off your entire purchase. The link and discount code are also available in the show notes of today's episode. Once you try these meat sticks, you won't be able to get enough. I mean, my kids love these, my family loves these, and I know you will as well. So try them out, Paleo Valley, and I know you're gonna love them. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm interviewing Brian Vasselli. He is the founder of theartofantiaging.com. He's got a huge following over there, and he's also the founder of puritywoods.com, one of the world's only providers of premier quality and fully USDA-certified organic anti-aging skincare products. And we're going to talk about the problems with modern cosmetics and how these cosmetics that we're putting on our skin, these personal hygiene products, makeups, uh, moisturizers, how they're loaded with chemicals and toxins. In fact, the average woman applies 168 chemicals 
to their body every single day. Most of these have not been fully tested. Many of them are banned in other countries, yet in the United States, people are applying them every single day without thinking about it. They have no idea what kind of effects these can have as they get on the skin and also as they cross into the bloodstream. Every When you put something on your skin, it can cross into your bloodstream within 26 seconds. It can penetrate that skin barrier and get in. So we have to start looking at our anything we put on our skin, our cosmetics, moisturizers as literally food. And so if there's chemicals in there that you wouldn't want to eat, if you were looking at it on a food product, you really shouldn't be putting on your skin. And this goes for men and women. Men are, are applying more and more chemicals to their skin every single day. Average man puts 85 chemicals on their skin. These things will disrupt our hormones. They'll drive up our toxic load, overwhelm our liver, and you know just drive up inflammation in our body. So good thing is, you know, we, we need to know what we have to avoid, but there are also many things that actually nourish our skin that can actually support our collagen tissue, our elastin tissue. So we can prevent against fine lines and wrinkles and um, age spots and things like that. And so there are key plant-based compounds that can really support your skin. So you can look young and healthy as you age. We're going to talk about that in this podcast. You guys are going to love this content. And if you haven't left us a five-star review, please do that now. When you leave us a review, that helps us reach more people and impact more lives. Thanks so much for doing that. Thank you for being a part of our community and let's go into the show. Well, hey, Brian, great to connect with you again. And I'm really glad we're able to do this interview here. I know for over 20 years, you've been a leading natural health advocate and researcher. You've worked with a lot of different big organizations in the health space and a lot of the top doctors And now you've built the art of anti-aging into one of the most popular and trusted anti-aging and longevity organizations in the world. And you built, you know, this great product, Purity Woods, something that I use, my wife uses on our skin. And uh, it's a go-to source for organic anti-aging skincare. You could have taken many paths. And in other words, I mean, your story is really interesting. You've done a lot of things. How did you end up becoming a leading voice for shifting the mindset and conversation about anti-aging and longevity? Yeah, that's a that's a big question. I appreciate you asking it. First of all, uh, excited to be here and share uh, some good insights today that a lot of people don't uh, realize or realize to the extent that, in my view and what I've seen, they need to. But my story. Let me try to give you the uh, the short version of that because I can go on with the longer version of that. So the short version is uh, I'm currently 52, and you can kind of roughly cut my life into into the first half was a really rough half <laughs> of, of life um i grew up inner city chicago i lost friends to gangs i had all you know a assortment of other challenges but the biggest challenge of all is that well my father was a good man until around my age of nine and he he became severely alcoholic and uh, frankly quite abusive to me and my sister and my mother and um you know that that's obviously you know traumatic experience and i went through a lot of trauma during that period um you know as did they and you know as i grew up uh, he to his credit did kick the alcohol but he was still very angry and bitter inside he did not deal with a lot of trauma in his own life tracing way back and this was at a time when you know things like counseling weren't quite, quite unfortunately as widely accepted as they are today right um so he had you know 
his his life read like more than any novel could bear almost. I mean, he was a spy for the US in World War II and saw things in Germany that he could never repeat. He, uh, he fell in love with a, a Russian um, woman during the war and, and then one day she was disappeared and never heard from her again as he was abused as it turns out. I found this out later as a child by an aunt. Um, then older years, uh, man, I can go on with his life, but he lost from his first marriage a son, a son, a half brother that I never really knew when I was only age three and he was already divorced, um, who was hit and killed by a car. Point being, he dealt with a lot, but he didn't deal with it. So he took it out on alcohol and he took it out on us. To his yeah. credit, he kicked that habit, but then uh, he's uh, you know got a host of diseases and spent really the last 10 years of his life dying. He was in and out of hospitals extensively. And my mother and my sister and I, as I got older, were often right there with him. I witnessed a medical system, frankly, that was inept. <laughs> and that's, I'll just leave it at that. At this point, that's a whole nother story, um, but really had my first foray into the medical system as a young man, as a child, and then young man watching how this medical system uh, was basically experimenting on him with drugs and everything you can imagine. So, and then he died a horrible death, to be honest about it. So there was a lot of trauma inside of me. Um, and then I became a young, very young father myself. Um, you know, we pushed through, we went to college anyway. I worked full time while going to college full time. Uh, but I was frankly, just to put it out there, depressed, um, quite angry, had a lot of issues. And the only thing that really, uh, frankly, kept me going and, and kept me alive, honestly, was powerful women. Powerful women um, have been instrumental in my life. And in fact, I'm sitting here today, not just alive, but thriving because of powerful women. Certainly my mother, my sister in later years here, my wife now, um, powerful teachers in my past that, you know, all happen to be female. So, uh, you know, fast forward a bit, uh, I started out, you know, my uh, career in communications inside of basically the pharmaceutical industry. And I saw so many things there that again, that's a whole nother conversation, um, you know, but a lot of what people suspect uh, is true. I'll just leave it at that for right now. There's good people inside of those businesses, don't get me wrong, but in total, that's, that's not real health care. That's not how we want to approach health, as I think virtually everyone listening right now realizes at this point. Um, so I made the transition early, uh, you know, over, geez, 20 some years ago now into, into natural health. Um, but I was really working on behalf of others and helping a lot of others, as you mentioned, well-known, famous people now um, or organizations that I helped to build behind the scenes. Um, and then, you know, it, I don't know, four or five years ago, I was at a crossroads in my own life where I could do anything. And I witnessed this um, overwhelming myth, we'll call it, of aging, um, really bear down on a lot of people around me that were getting older, but especially on women. And what this myth of aging holds is that as you get older, you're basically, you start dying after 40. Um, you become, you know, it's it's a time of becoming uh, unattractive, incapable, doomed to suffering and disease. And it's all downhill from here as the joke goes, when you hit 40, 50, 60 beyond. This hits all of us, but it especially hits women hard. And I watched it hitting my own mother, who was such a powerful woman, my sister, um, um, you know, a, a lot of people around me, but especially women. That that false message did not jibe at all with the reality that I had seen working, you know, with wonderful doctors and researchers in natural health. 
quite the opposite is true. That should be the period of life that you thrive in all respects, well, on, well beyond the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s even, well beyond that, you can thrive. There are steps to take. So I saw this false but very pervasive myth that was bringing people down, not just emotionally, but physically. And I saw the reality and I'm like, I know what I have to do on behalf of these women who frankly saved me, I'm putting this message out there to the world and I'm going to share insights, including folks like yourself. False myth. The reality is this. And here's the steps, you know, proven steps that you can take to make the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and beyond the time of life to thrive. So that's that's my story in short. Um, and yeah, it's it's exploded because, you know, we stay I guess in the word real. And what I keep doing is most important, you know, it's our mission is just to put this information out there that helps people bypass all those myths and all the toxic non-solution solutions that yeah. you know well come with those myths. All this nonsense about all these Franken foods that, you know, um, can help you and all these products that are loaded with toxins, which I am definitely sure we'll get to, et cetera. It's, it's exploded and I'm honored, honestly, to be in this position that I'm able to bring, you know, these great insights forward. Yeah, I mean, it's so important because like you said, we have to shift that conversation instead of, you know, life getting worse, your quality of life getting worse as you age it really should be about getting better because you're wiser. You can make better decisions, better choices. You have more life experience and your health shouldn't be suffering during that, those years. But what are some of the biggest challenges that you see people dealing with as they are aging? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, it is very, if people really take the time to investigate themselves in relation to this myth, first of all. It's certainly, in my view, is one of the biggest challenges of all. How do you perceive getting older? What does it really mean to you? It, it's it's worthwhile exercise to, to take time alone and deeply consider that question, because a lot of people, when they unravel that, they, they do say, wait a minute, you know, I have some expectations built in that it's a time of becoming uh, more in pain and, you know, feeling more unattractive and slowing down and getting sick even. If we have that caught in our brains, you know, the body follows. Um, so the biggest, it, and it's a pervasive myth, because if you turned on the TV today and you were from a different planet, you would assume that the majority of our population is in their 30s, 20s, and that old people, older people are a joke because that's really still the pervasive, you know, presentation of aging. It's a very, for, you know, so number one is this, is bypassing this myth, finding a way to, you know, work through and say that's not true at all. Like you said, this is a time to thrive and you can, no matter what condition you're in today, no matter what conditions you may be facing today, as you know well, as certainly most people watching this uh, know well uh, in many regards, there's so much we can do, you know, to thrive and to make these the best years of your life. So by far, that's that's the number one uh, barrier to overcome. Now, there's some sub barriers to that that are simply a lack of knowledge. And what I've seen is um, when I first started out in this, um, things like eating organic foods, more or cleaner foods avoiding reducing processed foods. Um, that was a joke. Um, you know, when I first started in this, that was, that was for weird people. That was for strange out there folks, you know, uh, granola folks or whatever you might want to call it. And it was, it was astounding to see that reaction out there. But today it's, 
far more than norm. People don't realize that the people that were trying to put that on the map 25 whatever years ago were called quacks. Weird, you know, you're overdoing it. And now we see, holy cow, you know, this stuff about excess sugar and excess processed foods is, is valid and, and, and pesticides and food are not necessarily a good thing. Well, there's a lot of things coming out in recent years that are like that 25 years ago with food. One of them, and this is a big area of, that most people are not yet enough aware of, is that whatever you put on your skin is food. It's food. It's not anything besides food because much of it, if the molecules are small enough, it penetrates your skin. And guess what? For whatever those ingredients' is, you know, purpose is, they're designed to penetrate your skin. Otherwise, they're not doing a darn thing. So much of what you put on your skin is consumed by your body. It's eaten. It's food. People who are super health conscious in the sense of eating the right foods through their mouth are not yet aware of this, um, as well as, and you put a, you know, some focus on this as well, um, the, the things that you breathe in. In a sense, that's food too. The question is, what do I allow into my body and what do I try to keep out? Anything you um, allow in is, in a sense, food. The body's doing something with it. That something is either going to be positive or mildly to excessively negative. And it's important to realize that. And so a lot of people obviously got the message about eating you know, we have, you know, vague differences, I guess we'll call them. Some people, you know, are about more meat. Some people are about less meat. Th those things will get worked out over time. But so many people today have gotten the message. Unfortunately, many people have not yet, but so many people have on food. But we're only at the forefront of really educating people on um, everything else that they consume matters. This also, by the way, you know, I don't want to go off on that tangent too much, but goes for the emotional things that we consume. What are you choosing to consume when you watch TV or on the Internet? Now, I'd say you know, people watching this are making a good choice because they could instead be consuming some nonsense that riles them up and, and feeds you know them in a negative way. So that's a little side tangent. But again, Again, that's to me, uh, when we get down to more specifics, the question is, what are you consuming? And I see so many people making big mistakes in the area of what they're putting on their body. Yeah, so important. Now, when we think about inflammation in our body, you know, we think about the three T's, thoughts, bad thoughts, uh, trauma, so physical or mental emotional trauma, and then also toxins and how toxins impact our body. And we know that the average woman is putting on something like 168 chemicals on her body, toxic chemicals on her body every single day from, from cosmetics. And, you know, a lot of men are putting a lot of these toxins on. They say the average man has like 85 chemicals that they're putting on uh, on a daily basis. And so what is the problem with these, with these toxins? I know that you've done a lot of research when it comes to modern cosmetics and you found that these are some of the most notorious toxins when it comes to driving up inflammation and causing unwanted health problems. So let's dive into that a little deeper. Yeah, that's great. That's a great statistic you brought up too. Yeah, the average woman today uses 12 personal care slash you know, cosmetic products daily. Now, when I say that, I hear a lot of women say, man, that's not a lot. I use a lot more than that. And then there's some that use less, but so it's an average of 12. Yes, men, men are climbing up in that category as well. And indeed, you're right. It's about 168 different chemicals contained in those products. Now, listen, everything in, you know, if we remember our high school chemistry, everything is a chemical, really. Um, the question is what kind of chemicals? And, um, 
I, I have heard it said, and it's certainly likely true that the cosmetic and personal care product industry is the most unregulated in the US. Now, wherever you may stand in general about your thoughts on regulation, that does say one thing to everybody to, to remember, it is buyer beware when it comes to cosmetics and personal care products. Because the last time any substantial legislation was passed in the U.S. by the FDA regarding cosmetics and personal care products was 1938. 1938, no substantial legislation has been passed since then regarding what is allowed in cosmetics and personal care products. And basically in 38, the, the, it was noted really my definition my translation is anything goes what they said was self-regulate okay just be careful what you put in those things please you know well guess what's happened since then i mean you're talking decades and decades it's become a wild west and literally a company can put anything they want inside of a product that you feed your skin that you put on your skin that you wash your hair that you put under your arms i.e deodorant um they could put anything in there that they so choose and, and, and put it on a shelf. There's nothing required, no, no steps in, in, in between all that to do that. Okay, um, are they going to uh, put ingredients that hurt you immediately? Of course not, because it's gonna be immediately tied to their products. Mm -hmm. But there is very little to no testing on the short to mid, the mid and certainly not the mid to long or long-term effects of virtually any of these ingredients that are in and we're talking thousands of ingredients get this statistic in the uh european union and elsewhere by the way over 1300 different chemicals have now been banned from cosmetics and personal care products here in the united states 11 just 11 ingredients have been banned from these products now um who's wrong on that front well that doesn't take a genius to figure out, you know, even if, even if you edge toward the US side, that's gonna go much higher on the ingredients you wanna be highly cautious of. Mm -hmm. The thing is, so many of these ingredients are known carcinogens, known endocrine disruptors, potential uh, endocrine disruptors, potential carcinogens, allergens, they all, all of these somewhat negative to very negative chemicals, i.e. toxins, almost all prompt inflammation, which is one reason we're talking here today. They, they are not good for your body. They're not good for your immune system. They're not good for your hormones, you know? And again, we're eating these where you are literally, when you put it on your skin, what happens is, you know, the molecules penetrate, they can penetrate, they go directly into your blood where they're shot around your body. And I call it death by a thousand cuts meaning in most cases of course these chemicals aren't going to cause you you know suffering the day after you use them or even a week after but it's the accumulation the bioaccumulation in the body of these chemicals and the thing is people use these products as we noted day after day year after year month after i mean on and on decade after decade the problem is Remember high school science again, look back on chemistry. What happens when you mix one chemical with another chemical, it creates an, a third chemical. Yeah. If you create two chemicals and with a third chemical, the point is we have no idea what all these synthetic and toxic chemicals are doing 
in and of themselves, much less combined together when we put all these things on our body. It, 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 this is why I'm saying it's such a big issue. It's been tied. I mean, you think of almost any symptom. I would say this. If you've got a mystery symptom today, um, I don't know, fatigue, brain fog, dizziness, moodiness, skin issues, uh, sinus issues, certainly inflammation, pains in your body, and you haven't paid much attention to this, perhaps consider trying cutting out all the cosmetics and personal care products you've been using for a while, unless you know they're truly, truly clean. Cut them out a couple of weeks, at least see what happens. You know, watch what happens. People are often surprised. Holy cow. It is because I'm eating these chemicals in these products. And, you know, maybe I should pay far more attention to what I eat. I'll, I'll cap up, you know, my answer for you, David, by reminding people, when you are in a grocery store or any type of store that has cosmetics and personal care products, if you take nothing else away from this conversation, please remember you are pushing your cart down a food aisle. And if you wouldn't put that stuff that you're, you're you know, in your mouth, don't put it on your skin. I mean, that's just a great analogy. And that's a great way to shift the conversation because most people are just thinking they're putting something on their skin and they're not actually eating it. They don't really think of their skin as part of their immune system. And again, most people think what they put on their skin just stays on their skin. But, you know, we know that I think it's like within 26 seconds, things can actually penetrate through all the skin layers and get directly into the bloodstream. And I yeah. think it's so important people understand that. So when we're putting on these chemicals that, like you said, we wouldn't normally eat. Like if, if this was in, you know, your, if, if there was a food product and it had, you know, all of these, um, you know, toxic chemicals, formaldehyde and, you know, uh, polyethylene glycol and things like that, you wouldn't eat it, especially if you're into health, right? If you're, if you're somebody that looks at labels of the food that you eat, like I would imagine most of my listeners, I hope most of my listeners are doing, uh, you know, you wouldn't eat stuff like that. So you have to remember what you put on your skin, it's like food and it can go right into your system. And I'll tell you, Brian, I don't even go near like the kind of cosmetic section part, particularly because I can smell it like three aisles away. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's a big warning sign right there. You know, I say, fortunately, there are some inroads now as awareness starts to spread on this. Um, I mean, I, you know, listen, I mean, full disclosure, I, you know, as you mentioned, I have a skincare company. The reason I have a skincare company, I did not plan on having a skincare company five, six years ago was because I couldn't find um, truly USDA certified mm -hmm. organic products that I needed. Um, and, you know, so we basically went and, and created them and, and they work, they work wonders, but I, you know, but, 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 if you go to um, some big some big box retailers today, the good news is they're starting to make inroads. There's consciousness starting to expand, and there's small sections of those where there are actually some pretty good products like USDA certified organic um, deodorants, for example, which is one of the first areas I recommend everyone make changes. If you're not going to make a sweeping change, if you can't afford it, you know I always say try to think through the ones that you are literally putting on your skin that are sitting there and change those first. Deodorant perhaps being number one, and then things like the anti-aging creams or creams and, and serums you're putting on your face and other parts of your body. Um, if you can only make step-by-step -step changes, the ones you are applying directly 
should come first in my view from what I've seen in all my research. And then you move into things like shampoos. Don't get me wrong, there's residues that stay there, but you, you put it in, you rinse it out. So maybe that's a, a you know a secondary change. But you know, you're 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 absolutely right. You could smell the, those those products yeah. a mile away. And there's a reason for that. There, those are that's that's a warning sign. You know, interestingly though, you bring this up. I get this question all the time. What are the worst ones? I know people love lists of the top 10, you know, worst ingredients to avoid, et cetera, et cetera. But let me repeat, there are thousands of chemicals, in other words, synthetic chemicals allowed in cosmetics and personal care products. I don't know all of them. Nobody knows all yeah. of them. And the problem is that you can't sit there and try to read a label and pick, you know, hey, that one's okay. That one's not very hard to do. That said, that said, of course, there are some more prominent, you know, chemicals that, that are more prevalently used. You name some, there's polyethylene glycol, there's parabens. I think a lot of people have heard of that. Um, formaldehyde, you brought up the phthalates. Um, but I always say, listen, check the label if, if you're going to be, you know, checking for labels on the back, which is always wise. And see, speaking of the smell of things, if it has an ingredient called fragrance fragrance sometimes it's also generically called scent other times they try to get fancy and call it parfum you know this parfum french version of of fragrance but i run them i run when i see that on a label because what that means is it could contain any of of really thousands again of different chemicals and they are not they being the companies that make these are not required to disclose what all those chemicals are. And obviously, as the name implies, they give you know, these products their, their smells, their, their fakey nice smells that so many people have gotten used to and so many people have, frankly, erroneously associated with you know, effectiveness are all these fakey smells, right? They give those products their smells. Why are they not required to disclose all of the ingredients that they crop underneath this, uh, you know, this fragrance term, because it's trade secret considered a trade secret of how they get that smell. So they don't have to disclose it. But the EWG and many, you know, other multiple other organizations have broken these down and found all kinds of nasty inflammation provoking potentially, car, you know, carcinogenic, um, potentially or truly uh, endocrine disrupting chemicals in that. So when I look on a label, if I don't see USDA certified organic on front and I have to consider that product or some other designation that I have relative trust in, and I still like, you know, man, there's, there's some good things about this. I turn around, I see fragrance back on the shelf and run. Well, I don't literally run, but in my mind, I run. You know, yeah, you know, no, absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about the tasty probiotic enzyme and polyphenol infused energy drink that I use on a regular basis that doesn't have caffeine and really powers up my brain and my body. It's called Metabolic Reds. It's an anti-aging nutraceutical that you drink. See, most energy drinks leave us dealing with the midday crash. You know, they kind of wear off and then we, you know, our energy levels go way down. And then there's other ones that are more natural that just have like a planty, like a grass-like taste that make them really hard to stomach. And that's where Metabolic Reds comes in. It was made to pack in nine different natural blends that are scientifically proven to boost energy and focus, but it also tastes awesome. And the best part, you won't feel like you're forcing down another health drink. You're not gonna get the midday crash. 
Metabolic Reds are designed to be easy to drink. It's 100% natural, gives you the natural energy boost you've been missing. These nutrients that are in it help the most important cells of your body adapt, grow, and stay healthier longer. Guys, you've got to try it for yourself to truly see how good this stuff tastes. Just go to getreds.com forward slash jockers. That's getreds or G-E-T-R-E-D-S.com forward slash jockers. That will unlock your offer to get a free metabolic greens with your purchase of the metabolic red. So you get two for one. So check that out, guys. Again, getreds.com forward slash jockers. You guys are going to love the metabolic reds. You know, and you met, you've mentioned this term endocrine disrupting. And so for people that, you know, may not be familiar with that terminology, that means they disrupt your hormones, right? We know hormones are basically what tell your cells, you know, what to do, how, what, how to, how to grow, how to uh, create energy, right. And things like that. And particularly when we look at these sort of endocrine disruptors, they really impact sex hormone production, particularly, you know, for females, estrogen, they tend to cause estrogen dominance, been linked to things like breast cancer, um, ovarian, uterine cancer, because they send these kind of messages to the cells to estrogen is a growth. It, it, it tells the cells to grow. And it's like, basically when we put these things in our system and we don't detoxify them, they're constantly bombarding the cells with this message of growth. And if we're growing too much, right, we're going to end up with tumors and things like that. Um, so uterine ovarian cancer for men, oftentimes colon cancer, prostate cancer can be related to an overabundance of these types of chemicals. And you mentioned like parabens, that's kind of a big, you know, kind of classification for these, uh, these xenoestrogens or these, um, estrogen, these, uh, these hormone, uh, disruptors, right. That we're talking about. And so we've got to get these things out of our systems. We really need to start cleaning up what we're putting in our body and what we're putting on our body and looking at that as the same, kind of like what you're saying here. Yeah. Now, what are some things? Cause you know, there are people out there that are like, you know, I don't put anything on my skin. Um, but you know, our skin is constantly exposed to the elements, right? Whether it's UV radiation, whether it's, you know, different microbes that may be impacting it, other oxidative elements that could be impacting it. So what are, you know, obviously as people age, they start to notice, I mean, people that are young notice signs of skin inflammation, like acne, eczema, rashes sometimes if they're not taking good care of themselves. But oftentimes people get even more um, focused on, you know, doing things to help improve their skin as they get older. What are some of the like things that happen to our skin, right? Uh, that cause it to have kind of some of the classical aging signs? Yeah, great question. And, uh, you know, first of all, let me note or, or accentuate something you did bring up about the immune system, right? Um, your skin is your largest organ. A lot of people don't remember it's an organ in your body. Imagine putting chemicals on any other organ in your body. You know, I don't think, you know, you would readily experiment on your kidney or your liver or your heart. Or, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, people are experimenting all the time on their skin with things. Don't do that. It's a key part of your immune system. It's the front line. In fact, it does the most work for your immune system, keeping everything, you know, that possibly can out. So when we're, by the way, um, putting all these chemicals on our skin, you're decreasing your skin's, let's put this in, in powerful layman's terms, I hope, you're decreasing your skin's ability to do its job. 
because now it's fighting all that and it can't fight everything else it's supposed to fight. Mm. All right. So it's you're, you're 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 it's like, you know, here's an army and it's supposed to do its work, but you're distracting that army with a bunch of other things it has to fight. So it can't protect you as much as it needs to do so. So that's important to know. Um, now, with, you know, there, there are natural uh, things that happen, obviously, with age, but lifestyle choices yeah, especially modern today, really push that envelope forward for most people. Things we did in our youth, unfortunately, there you know we can't shake them all off. Um, and there's things like, um, again, I'm I'm 52 and I remember when I was young that you know people were putting uh, baby oil on their skin to get suntans. You know, um, kind of asking for trouble, but we didn't know it necessarily as much as we do today back then. Um, and there's you know diet, obviously you know. Kudos to everyone for, to, you know, the food that you're putting in your in your mouth and eating, um, trying to make positive changes there. But 5, 10, 15, you know, 20 years ago, if you ate, you know, garbage, um, the good news is there's a lot of positive change that you can make now. But still, you know, those those have their impact on, on choices, you know, these choices we made on what we eat, our skin today, for example, and other lifestyle choices, plus non-choices. No matter how much we consciously try to reduce toxins, and there's so much you can do, there's there's no such thing as zero, right? And unfortunately, yeah. in the world around us, in the air around us, inside our homes and beyond, there's environmental toxins, um, which is all the more reason to make the changes where you can. So your skin's you know bombarded with that as well. It's again, it's what it's supposed to be fighting off. So all those things do have an impact on your skin. Now I like to break it down. Um, I can get real geeky on this. I won't. I'll get only semi-geeky on this for you. Um, you know, there are three key factors, really, when we're talking about the appearance of skin, but beyond that also, you know, the health of skin. Um, by the way, there's a microbiome on your skin. There's bacteria, good bacteria that live there. Again, all these ingredients, these synthetics are not good food for those bacteria that are trying to help you and they're a part of that immune system. Um, so again, I can get geeky, but let me just state this. So there are three things you want to address um, when it comes to having skin that A, looks as good as it can, and B, you're also promoting the health of your skin and therefore the health of your entire body. Yeah. You know, we're all one right we're, we're all tied together it's not like these separate you know good skin equals good health and 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 typically when you have skin that that you know may have challenges and issues there's a lot more going on than just on the surface of the skin I, you know and so those three factors um we can go at this from a perspective of moisture hydration um elastin and collagen all right. Yeah. Um, so I'll briefly dive into that area. So those are basically, if we're really going to sum this up, the three key areas um, that you want to focus on in terms of feeding your body via your skin healthy ingredients. Now, a note, a, another side note, this is important. You had said that a lot of people don't put anything on their skin. And that is far smarter than putting a lot of these synthetic yeah. and toxic ingredients on their skin. Mm -hmm. But I would strongly suggest that just the same way that you could feed your body healthy ingredients that actually boost your health, you could feed your skin healthy ingredients that boost your health. Now, I've got a little theory on this I'd like to share, um, and I've seen some literature on this in, in the research, but I think it's going to be a more burgeoning area. But think about 
most of human history, whatever your perspective is, this is just a tiny sliver where we've lived inside houses so much and spent 90% of our lives indoors. Most of our time, we were in different tribes and so forth outside, out in the wild. We are hunter-gatherers, hunter foragers, and all day long, our skin was exposed to plants and 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 you know different plants brushing against things sitting on yeah. the ground amongst plants we we are tuned you know to to feed our body ingredients from from nature and plants around us because we spent most of our lives outside during the daylight hours nowadays we don't so i i do hear you know there's some theories not don't use anything on your skin again better than synthetics but I would suggest the same way feeding your body really healthy ingredients through your mouth, you, you're going to want to focus on feeding your skin some healthy ingredients. So there are ingredients out there and they're natural, they're plants, yeah. basically, you know, um, there are ingredients out there and there's quite a range of them that are tremendously beneficial for your skin, particularly if we're going to focus on it the way I put the spotlight for your um, hydration for your collagen um, and for your elastin. So collagen, hydration is kind of self-explanatory. You want moisture, you know, in your skin. You don't want dry skin. That leads to old looking skin in its own way. You want to keep your skin in there, which the first and foremost way, by the way, is drink lots of water. But you also want to hydrate your skin from the outside in, right? Um, but let's focus on collagen and elastin. So um, there's been a lot of focus, including, you know, uh, from folks like you about collagen and rightfully so. Collagen does so many different things in the body, um, you know, and, and it's a protein, it's a key protein, you know, for the skin as well. Elastin has not gotten as much focus yet, but it needs the same amount of focus. Um, I liken it to, um, a, a mattress uh, where the collagen is like the stuffing in the mattress mm. and the elastin are the springs. And when, when the stuffing starts to go, of course, you're, you know, concaves and, and you're going to get wrinkles and you're going to get fine lines <laughs> and all those things. You want to do what you can to, to support the collagen in your body, including feeding your skin ingredients that help feed the collagen basically. And that's really you know, um, layman's terms on that. But that especially therefore is vitamin C rich ingredients, for example, with collagen. Meanwhile, what about the elastin? The elastin is the springs. And what happens when the springs go in a mattress? Everything goes. Now I hate to say one's more important than the other, but if I was gonna focus on only one, it would probably be the elastin even more so than the collagen. Both are important as well as that moisture. And there are certain um, we're more at the forefront, I guess, in what those ingredients are, but there are certain ingredients that um, help the elastin in your body. Basically, by, by um, blocking or fighting um, what's called elastase, which is, leads to the breakdown of the elastin. So if you want me to, I could tick off some great yeah. ingredients. And again, there, there, are, totally. there are hundreds of, of you know, strong to very strong ingredients. But at the forefront of my mind, um, this yeah, is and when elastin, surprise. real quick, when elastin breaks yeah. down, that's when people start to develop the wrinkles, right? Like, time, so right. the skin's not able to kind of respond and kind of propel back. And so we start to get the wrinkles, the fine lines, things like that. And that's all just a breakdown, protein degradation of elastin, collagen tissue. And so we want to really support that. Obviously, we want to keep you know, oxidative stress under control in our body. We can do that through nutrition. We can do that through, you know, keeping toxins out, sleeping good, all the different lifestyle strategies that we talk about. 
but you can also support from the outside. There are certain nutrients, plant-based nutrients that really support collagen and elastin production and help protect these key proteins in your skin. And they've been showing you a lot of people have amazing results uh, getting rid of blemishes and fine lines and wrinkles and things like that. So that's something you're interested in. You want to take note of these plant-based compounds. Right. Uh, yeah, by the way, great point on on, on the elastin. Um, yeah, the breakdown of, of either is going to contribute to wrinkles, fine lines, but um, mm -hmm. certainly, again, when that when the springs in that mattress go, it really goes big time wrinkles, I guess we'll say. Um, the sagging skin that a lot of people hate, that's, you know, this largely elastin breakdown. People call it turkey neck or they get the bags under the eyes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, the good news is, again, there's a lot you can do for that. And there's a lot of, um, clean, safe steps you could take for that. You don't need all these, you know, Frankenstein ingredients, you know, to, to temporarily lift it up and you don't need to carve your face up for surgery. Nature provides. And, and boy, it's an exciting front to be on because there are so many exciting ingredients. Now, for me, the most exciting ingredient, and this is what I went looking for originally before I started a company, <clears throat> was maple leaf extracts now now maple trees we all love you know the appearance of them and people are well aware of syrup you know from them um many people don't realize you know, native american various cultures you know they really cherish these trees for a whole host of different health you know and wellness reasons well it turns out you know the study done in 2018 at the i believe it was university of rhode island um that maple leaf extract contains um, compounds including some unique compounds that that are not found elsewhere yet at least in nature that that can block elastase mm -hmm. in other words they are outstanding these extracts you know for blocking uh, the breakdown of elastin in your skin so that to me is mostly you know one of the most exciting ingredients in years because it's not one that folks have really heard about including this folk <laughs> you know yeah. before um and as far as i have seen it's the most powerful ingredient for the elastin side of the equation so yeah. far and again more and more is going to come out of this an exciting time you know, to be studying plants and plant-based you know um you know ingredients toward this end now again, I want to note that um, on the uh, on the collagen side, very important to address that. Um, really oversimplifying it, but you, the more sky high in in vitamin C an ingredient is, the more you want to feed it to your skin. You know, um, there are there's a camu camu fruit from uh, South America, yeah. sky high in in vitamin C, outstanding for your skin. Mango yeah, 30, yeah, 30 to sixty times higher than oranges. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you know your stuff too. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's it, you know it's true. So so vitamin C rich ingredients. Um, one of the most exciting there is uh, also Indian gooseberry or yeah. amla. Many people yeah. know um, super sky high and also has other properties as well that help the skin. So um, Indian gooseberry, amla, kamu kamu fruit, mango seed extract. You know those are some to focus on um, for the vitamin C side of the equation and other compounds that they contain that really help the collagen aspect of things the maple leaf extract especially um, for the elastin side of the equation you know the good news is there are quite a number of good ingredients for the moisture hydration side 
again, I can get geeky because there's some that moisturize, others that help to lock in moisture when yeah. you start looking at ingredients. Um, but uh, no, jojoba, that's a common one that, that's used. Oh, yeah, and it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah that's an old school one, and it's true, yeah. and it works, you know. Um, cacao, uh, yeah. cacao is outstanding. Um, here's, here's another interesting aloe? thing. aloe? Aloe is a fantastic, you know, yeah. that to me is one of the, the again, uh, it's fun to rank things. And that would be in my top <laughs> three awesome, yeah. most miracle, miraculous ingredients on earth that I know of so far. Mm -hmm. Aloe does so many things and it's outstanding for the moisture yeah. in your skin. Again, another another old school one, organic sunflower seed oil um, mm -hmm. is, is, and I stress organic on that because you can have a lot of problems with the uh, sunflower seeds, uh, you know, that are not organic. I, I stress organic, by the way, on all of these. You know, but in my mind, I know there's some crops that have more pesticides, you know, apply and herbicides applied to them than others. Um, Astaxanthin, that's what I was, uh, that's the one I was on the tip yeah. of my tongue in a cake. Wonderful ingredient. Folks are starting to hear about the benefits of consuming that by mouth. And yeah. it is outstanding for your skin. It does some very unique things, you know, in, in terms of, if you have skin that you think is weathered looking, again, perhaps because you did, you know, suntan too much in your youth, uh, um, you know, and all those sorts of things. And it's, uh, astaxanthin is, is the go-to for that. Um, astaxanthin is basically, um, it's algae. It, it, it's derived from a, a red algae. Um, when you think of flamingos and the pink, or you think of pink salmon, it's because they're eating the, the, this algae. Well, it turns out that the astaxanthin in that algae has these, um, you know, very, again, unique properties that do a lot of things, including for inflammation um, and and really can help, uh, you know, skin that looks weathered looking or what have you. It's, 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 I'll just state it outright. I mean, it's, it combats or helps combat inflammation in a powerful way in your skin. And as I understand it, also by consumption. So absolutely. You know, yeah, it's what gives salmon their red color. They get it from the algae that they're consuming. And, and also, you know, it's interesting is salmon are the only species of fish that's able to swim upstream, you know, against the rapids and literally can jump 10 to 12 feet out, right? And astaxanthin is one of the compounds that's credited with giving it this incredible ability to buffer oxidative stress and produce so much energy. You know, they have to, their mitochondria have to produce so much energy in order to do that. And they have to buffer all this oxidative stress, which is like, you know, the emission, you know, it's, it's, it's like the exhaust that's coming out as they're producing this energy. And that's why they have that concentration of astaxanthin. So it's also great, obviously, at buffering oxidative stress on our, you know, on our skin and uh, protecting against UV radiation. And then, of course, helping, uh, helping the body to repair collagen and elastin that's, that's possibly been damaged and weathered. Yeah. Yeah. It really, again, that, that, that's probably also in my list of top five, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, for, sure. for the sky, I put maple leaf extract up there. Certainly, like you said, aloe vera, astaxanthin, yeah. um, you know, interestingly, I've found out more about, um, licorice root, which has other properties as well, but it's, it's great for soothing, um, you know, inflammation, um, on the, on the skin as well. And again, I mean, you and I could probably talk for hours about it, but those, oh, those yeah. are, I hit on some highlights there. So these are some good ones to look at when you're looking at skincare, things that you want to be putting on, look for these types of ingredients that we talked about. And, uh, you know, people always ask me, for example, like my wife and I were 40 now and my skin is better at 40 now than it was when I was 20. Right. And particularly because I take better care of my health. 
And I also probably about seven or eight years ago, really started using skincare and experimenting with, of course, organic skincare, because I knew enough uh, at that point. Um, and I recently, you know, I've, I've, I've started using the Purity Woods that you created, which is a phenomenal product that has these types of ingredients that we just mentioned. And what was really your inspiration there in creating Purity Woods? Well, it's a great question. First of all, um, you, I appreciate that you've been uh, vocal. Your skin looks amazing. At, oh, you know, thank you. In this vantage point. And honestly, I, like I mentioned earlier, had no intention, if you asked me five, six years ago, about launching a skincare company. Um, but my wife is a cosmetologist and very, you know, obviously I'm bored with the natural approach, the non, uh, non-toxic and organic approach already. And she and I almost simultaneously noted that we had uh, at that point, you know, some um, rather harsh crow's feet, as they call them around our eyes, you know, and um, I had, again, I'm 20 some years, I've already been in natural health. I'm a um, plant-based geek in terms of ingredients and researching all this stuff. I love it, you know, and so I already knew in my mind and I had seen, uh, uh, you know, for uh, various compounds out there, um, I knew what I was looking for. I knew what I wanted in, in a product and I knew what I didn't want. I, I knew I wanted, you know, certified organic, not some company calling itself organic. And I would advocate people very cautious of that or paraben free. When you see something in their marketing or on the label, be careful because people, they, you know, these companies can say anything that could mean, you know, if they say organic, that can mean one organic ingredient, you turn around and you see 15 synthetic ingredients amongst one organic or two organic ingredients. Try to look for independent verifications like USDA certified when it comes especially to skin products. Um, you know, if you're in other countries, EcoCert in France and other you know European countries is a similar approach. Anyway, so I went looking for a product that contains ingredients that I knew would be strong to help with these fine lines and wrinkles around my eyes that I was getting, and that was clean. And I couldn't find it. That's that's the long story short. My wife and I could not find it. Um, I, I found, like I said, a few other good products to do other things, but not for the face. And I'm like, man, that's so you get where this is going. We worked with these formulators, uh, you know, um, in Canada who are outstanding and brilliant. Um, and uh, long story short, we created a product for ourselves originally. We were the first customer, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It worked phenomenally well. So, you know, I had I had a large following for, you know, healthy aging and longevity <clears throat> information. And it was almost to me like unjust. I'm like, you know what? I want to put this out there. And that long story short is the age defying dream cream. That's our signature product today. Now we've got since that time, you know, we don't have a wide swath of products. When you go to Purity Woods, you'll say, I think five, because it's not easy to be honest, to create truly clean, you know, uh, USDA certified organic products. What USDA certified means in a nutshell is it's not me and nobody in my company saying it's organic. We have to go through independent steps and um, there's steps that even from uh, growing the ingredients in the ground, you know, there's no pesticides, herbicides, et cetera. There's no toxins at any point in the process. None of the ingredients are fake toxic. It's and not it's expensive for the, the farmers and whatnot to get that certification yeah. too. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's a painstaking process. But nonetheless, we've got five exceptional products that you'll see there. I mean, I um, as particular as make sure these things 
is contained. There's more ingredients for what's stated. This age-defying dream cream, it worked wonders on my own face and my wife's face. All right. Um, so, you know, we, we, we put that out, the age-defying dream cream. I gave it the only name that I found appropriate because that's the way I felt about it. Um, I've been around products and, and some really good product launches for decades now, but I have not seen the type of reception and love that that product has received. Mm -hmm. And since then, um, also the age-defying night cream, which is an outstanding uh, you know product as well, has also received that kind of reception. Long story short, I mean, because it works and you don't have to worry about these effects that you don't want, all these potential symptoms and problems you know, from the product. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so guys, you got to definitely got to check it out. I'll have a link in the show notes, guys, the age defying dream cream. That's something that my wife and I both use as well as the night cream, really, really good stuff. And again, you know, if you're out there and you're interested in having your skin age healthier, right? Less fine lines and wrinkles and uh, just better quality to your skin. Definitely check this out because what you're putting on your skin is literally like the food you put on your body. It's going to get in literally as little as 26 seconds getting into your bloodstream. So you want nutrients that are going to support you, nourish you, not just your skin, but also nourish you on the inside because they're going to get in there. And uh, you know the, the best product we found at this point is age-defying dream cream and night cream. And uh, Brian, just want to want to acknowledge the great work that you have done. I didn't even know your wife was a cosmetologist. So kind of makes sense that you guys, um, you know, work together there to, to, to try to figure this out. So thanks so much for all the great work that you're doing. Well, back at you. I mean, you've done <clears throat> work and I appreciate you, you know, giving uh, me this forum to share some insights that I hope have helped people. And uh, once again, thank you so much. You've done so much to help people as well. And I, you know, from my heart, thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Brian. Guys, hopefully you got a lot out of this. Be sure to share it with people that you know, that you care about, particularly people that are concerned about uh, products they're putting on their skin or people that are just putting on tons and tons of makeup um, and not even thinking about what it's actually doing to their body. People that want to age more effectively and want to really thrive as they get older, be sure to share this interview with them. You can literally change and save their life. So thanks so much for doing that. And we'll see you guys in a future interview. Be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.